Welcome to episode 36 of RJ Bell's Dream Preview MLB edition. My name is Taylor Ringle. My co-host Griffin Warner is here. Griff, we officially hit the all-star break. We are here. The halfway point is now here. First half is over. And on this episode, we will be breaking down the home run derby and the all-star game. Uh, I'm, I know I'm excited. I think that's my cue to say I'm excited. I don't know that, that that I'm that excited. I feel like this is a very important week to rest because we're going to have a huge charge to the finish line. Lots of games coming up, of course, with the NFL and other seasons coming into play as well. Um, I think baseball is still in the limelight for a while. I'm looking forward to that. But I'm I'm looking forward to a couple days without having to worry about line movement and all that sort of stuff. But we do have a good show coming up. Uh, we can go through our um, – we got round one matchups out there for the Home Run Derby, plus we can pick a winner. Uh, and then we'll also do go over the, the game line on Tuesday. We don't have starting pitchers just yet, but we'll give you our thoughts on, on what that looks like. And then um, – and I, I'm surprised you didn't bring it up, but I'll I'll uh, I'll let everyone know that my co-host Taylor has finally, after an entire half of the season, finally took the lead um, with his win and his best bet on Friday. Uh, mine, Hunter Green run line for the Reds um, off a really good series at the Yankees didn't really seem to have it. Um, just as a team, they were in it for a while, but eventually uh, fell by the wayside. They did come and try to make it close late, but uh, did not only lose by a simple run. So uh, that was my loser. What was your winner from Friday? And, and what'd you take away from that? And, and maybe this weekend as well. Well, I, I, for first, I think I had the lead at one point, maybe in the beginning, maybe I was close. I don't, I don't know, but it's been anyway, a while, been it's a been, while. It's been a, well, let's just say it's been a minute, but I have now taken the lead and I am now, um, I'm very happy about that. So, and I'm going to have the lead for a few days since there's no baseball. So it feels <laughs> nice. Um, so I had the Padres and D-backs game. I had you Darvish as the favorite. That was my best bet. And he pitched very well. Seven strong innings, three earned runs, nine strikeouts against a weak offense. He took advantage. We had some late game heroics for, with some guys. There wasn't a lot of offense. It was a five to three game. Uh, Bumgarner did not last too long. Only five innings, four earned runs. And struck out three. That's a long. Um, that's a long start for Madison Bumgarner. I guess Five so. I, that's, I don't that's know. like a week's work for him. I watched. I watched the game when I was at the office at my other job, watching the Yankees not get a W in the Friday game, which was uh, killing me. That was my actually my series spotlight. Yeah, we should go over the series spotlights as well. Yeah, the series spotlight, of course, was the Yankees and the Red Sox. It was the it was a great series. After the game one, it was. When you can't score with the bases loaded in back-to-back innings, it's a little worrisome, especially coming off a rough series against the Cincinnati Reds at home. But then the Yankees decided to absolutely obliterate the Red Sox in back-to-back days, which is what you love to see if you're rooting for the Yankees. On um, Today, on Sunday, while we're recording, they won 13-2. Garrett Cole had a great start. Sale. Um, messed up his pinky, broken pinky, not so good. Uh, for a guy who just came off the IL, so we don't know how long his timetable is going to be. And then Saturday, they won the Yankees won 14 to one. 
Jamison Tyone lowered the year under four, which is nice. <laughs> and three eight six, you know, first half not that bad, but he's ten and two on the season. But the Yankees look good. This is exactly what the Yankees need to do uh, to end a kind of a really rough week and a half, two weeks. And I think if you want to talk about like any team that needs to get an All Star break, a little break is the Yankees because they that this last week and a half against the Reds and the Red Sox. Winning the series against against the Red Sox is important, but that game one was not great pitching. You didn't have timely hitting, but it was a great, great series overall. And then this whole Soto trade contra, uh, discussion has now took all the all-star break by storm. That has become the number one topic the last 24 hours, 72 hours, whatever you want to say. But um What's your thoughts on that real quick with the whole Soto thing? The lines will change dramatically wherever he goes to a contender. And it looks like it's the Yankees and Mets are the front runners right now. I don't know. I don't see lines changing too much. The Yankees are a huge favorite every day. So I don't, I don't see that being too big. Of I mean, difference. the Mets get Soto. That's a monster upgrade for an it, offense. It would be huge. It'd be huge. It'd be huge for the Mets, much bigger for the Mets, I think, than the Yankees. But uh, I had not heard the Mets were really involved there, but they're looking to spend a little bit more. So that's good. Um, I, you know, I'm not really that worried about it because I feel like the nationals are not really a team that I'm looking to back too much. So far this year, I'd like to bet against them as much as possible. And if they take Soto out of that lineup, then that's a really bad thing. Cause I think the chances of the nationals being favored again, this season seems very unlikely if that deal type of thing made happen. Um, but I support Juan Soto completely for uh, for rejecting a ridiculous offer, and uh, I look forward to seeing him in uh, Los Angeles. Oh, got it. Well, we know where your heart's at. Uh, well, no, yeah, I just, I just, it feels like every. I don't have a dog in that fight, but it just feels like every big trade piece always seems to end up playing for the Dodgers, and I don't really I love that. But um, I personally, juggernaut, yeah. good. Personally, I can't see him going to the Yankees. It doesn't make any sense. If you, if the Yankees want to keep Judge, they can't keep Soto. Like they can't do it. It's either one or the other, because they they both want north of 350, 330, 400, 440, whatever. It's you can't have Garrett Cole's contract, Stanton's potentially Judges, and then whatever Soto wants on a team. That's like a billion and a half dollars between four people. Like that's just insane. So I mean, the biggest the biggest issue to me is that two hundred million dollar luxury tax number, which I think is maintained at that number. It might be, if anything, I would expect the power greedy owners to reduce that number. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you got thirty million dollars committed to like four guys, it's hard to stay under two hundred. That's for sure. Even with uh, the biggest underachiever in baseball history at general manager, but um, you know, just one of those things. You know, eventually I can. I can see the Dodgers going and get him because they can they can let Bellinger go, they can let Bueller go, all the guys that want the money, they can let those guys go. I hadn't thought about Bueller's contract. Cody Bellinger is unfortunately he bet on himself by not taking a deal before. Uh that bet has not paid dividends, unfortunately. No, it has not. But it, not. it was it's been it's been a successful first half for both of us for the podcast. The listeners, a little quick shout out to you guys. We appreciate you guys listening every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on these episodes. 
personally, for me, me speaking here, I've had a blast doing this the first half. We've talked a ton of baseball. Baseball is my favorite sport to cover. And um, the fact that Griff and I can talk about this every three days is great. I'm very happy about it. I'm sure well, that's is. good. I'm, I'm pleased. I'm pumped. Thank you for all the support. Looking forward to uh, having many more of these as we go forward and, and hopefully a lot more two and oh best bet days than oh and twos. That that's our goal here. That's what we're shooting for. Um, thanks for everyone for tuning in and what could be considered an off day. But I feel like everyone's gonna be watching the Derby. Everyone's gonna be watching the all star game because there's nothing else on. Unless you're in Ibiza or something like that, you you probably got baseball on TV because there's nothing True. else to do. Um, so we're going to get into that. So stick with us, uh, on this podcast and you'll hopefully we'll we'll drive some value at at some point. That's our goal. Every single pod drives value to the listeners. And before we get into that, I got a little gift for the kiddos. Like we do every episode, Griff, right? I have a 325 for the kids. Um, if you feel like it's every episode, I do either this one or the other one, but we're going to do this one. Cause I like this one. I like reading it. I don't, I don't read much anyway, to begin with. So, um, like we say every episode, you know, why haven't you signed up for pregame? Sign uh, up, sign up. I, enough's enough already. We've been doing this for a whole first half of the season. If you haven't signed up yet, you should do it now because pregame.com will give you a free $25 site purchase just for signing up. Signing up takes 90 seconds, and you can take advantage of being a site member by making and tracking your own picks. You can post your own picks and analysis to our pregame.com forums. I I'm, I know this almost by heart now. Like, I'm, I'm talking to you, looking at Griff right now. I can read it almost all of it. Uh, draw a following and become a value member. Sign up today and receive a $25 site purchase. And then just become part of the community. You'll be here. Talking to Griff and I, professional handicappers like Griff will help you out. You'll see it. Go to pregame.com, $25 site purchase. Do it now. How was that? Again, I'm just that was that was riveting. Um, you might even want to throw in some new things for next time once we get in the second half of the season. Just maybe there's uh, new stuff, maybe, maybe there's new promos. Maybe maybe put, yeah, we might. Uh, I think the free 25 will be there. So sign up if you haven't already. Um, you can at least take. If you want to buy my picks by someone else's, you can do whatever you want. Um, certainly, you can buy them to play them. You can buy them to fade them if you think I'm an idiot. Like whatever, whatever you think, I'm I'm happy. Um, just get involved. Free twenty five bucks. See how that works, uh, and then we'll get you at least some picks to play with. But without further ado, uh, it's time to talk home run derby. And Woo! I think, I, so, so I think we should start with. Um, a little bit of background on the competition. Obviously, we have matchups, and we're going to discuss the first round of matchups because that's what we have odds for as we speak. Um, but then you probably want to map out kind of who is facing who if you're expecting certain guys to, to move through the first round, second round, etc. Um, there hopefully will be a swing off because there seems to be every uh, every season we do this, so that'll be cool. But probably very very concerning to anyone who bets on these sort of things, but uh, we're hoping to set you up and, and go in the right direction. I think in terms of the park at uh, where the, the Dodgers are playing, um, it's one of those old ballparks that really, I think is built symmetrically, which is kind of surprising. I guess if you think of Fenway, it's far yeah. from that. Um, but a lot of good space in the power alleys, which 
Um, there should be not a lot of space, so you can hit a lot of home runs to left and right center. Um, I think you usually hear about that at Wrigley Field, but it's got a lot of different factors where to me and what I've always heard about the Dodgers is it doesn't really favor lefties or righties, which is a big deal because in some parks, there's a clear bias one way or the other. It hasn't really affected Pete Alonzo, who's won, I believe, the last two uh, home run derbies. Yes, 19-21. He would be the second player to win three times. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. was the other. I probably should have asked that as a trivia. My bad. Anyway, there's the answer. Uh, But he didn't win it three times in a row, I read. So uh, this would be potential history in the making for Pete Alonzo. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to look pretty cool uh and using current odds on bet online for uh first round matchups uh, kyle schwarber takes on albert pujols schwarber's a minus 290 favorite so that's a pretty big pretty big favorite but albert pujols is old and decrepit so i wouldn't really expect him to do too much in this competition watch him win it now that i've said that but i don't think albert pujols should really have a job in this sport right now i think it's ridiculous that He's the right-handed platoon instead of letting Nolan Gorman uh, get at bats against lefties. But uh, the Cardinals have made bad decisions before. Um, I'm not saying I'm smarter than them, but I just feel like that the the sun was setting on Albert Pujols five years ago in Los Angeles. So uh, I don't know what the heck they're getting out of him now. Regardless, uh, I would expect Kyle Schwarber to win this one. But I, I got to say, a home run derby is kind of a, a crapshoot. So uh, do you agree with me? Or are you are you back in age over an experience? I'll, I will back Kyle Schwarber. He is made for this competition. Even the last couple of years, he's become more of a power hitter than he was in the parts of his career, With even with the Cubs. I mean, he was mashing 20-plus homers a year, but he's turned his swing into a pull home run swing. And it, look, it'd be nice to have a competition in the first round. Like I want to see Pujols making it hard for Kyle Schwarber, whoever goes first. It looks like Schwarber will probably go first in this matchup. Who knows? But I, um, yeah, Schwarber's good. I think demolish this. I think he's going to go kind of far, but we'll get into that in a second. But uh, the second matchup is pretty nice. Griff Alonzo and, uh, Ronald Acuna. Yeah. Um, kind of surprised Ronald Acuna is in this. Uh, I know it's really hard to fill out an eight man competition. It seems, um, I feel like Corey Seager jumping on this last minute, or was it Jose Ramirez who, who came last? Corey Seager. Yeah. Uh, out, out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, you'd think that sometimes those guys do fairly well, but I feel like I've really not seen the, the late ads do very well. Um, this is, this is a clear case of, I was very, first of all, very surprised they don't have a legitimate Dodge representative in this home run derby. Like they do every home run derby, there's always a home representative. But Ooh. being Seager, being a former Dodger just last year, is uh, it's this was definitely that case. I think they were looking for a former or current representative of the Dodgers to have that home crowd atmosphere. But um, I mean, we'll that's back a, to this. he doesn't play for the Dodgers, so that's a stretch. I know. But, but he's a he's a Dodgers. He's been very he's very liked from Dodger fans. Interesting. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, none of the Dodgers want to do it because no one ever really wants to do this competition. It's kind of second rate at times. But you can make some good money on that. Uh, Pete Alonso, getting back to the numbers, is a minus one eighty five favorite on Acuna. 
who's paying plus 145. Um, Acuna's had a really bad year. Um, he has been recovering from an ACL and came back pretty quickly. So that's definitely meaningful, um, but doesn't really seem to be, I mean, certainly is a power hitter in his own right, but not even close to Pete Alonso. And I feel like I'm a little bit surprised to see Pete Alonso with his success in this competition, um, a smaller favorite than Schwarber would be though. Pujols is ancient. I just, I'm a little surprised about that. I don't know that there's necessarily value on Pete Alonso because uh, you're still, you have to win, he has to win that matchup a lot to make that, that profitable or worth it. Um, but I, I think I would, I would pick Pete here. Pete Alonzo is made for this, just like Schwarber is. Pete Alonzo, the experience is there. And, like, you have to put this into account, too, if you're going to be betting on this. You have to manage your time in when you're hitting, right? There's the, remember, there's, there's the timeouts when yep. you want to take those. People might overlook that and think that's, all right, that's a little dramatic. You know, that, that might not be, like, such a big deal. It is because you can see guys getting super tired early because they're going balls to the wall. I want to crank out seven or eight home runs right off the bat. And then they get to, they tire themselves out. And, you know, all these guys, the last few days of the, of the, the, you know, their batting practice during games, they're doing home run derbies type batting practices, which they usually do anyway. But yeah, I, I agree with overall, like Acuna, you know, Acuna's, I'm trying to look up how many home runs he's had on the year. I'll guess uh, 12. And it might be, that might be high. Um, I feel I like think, his numbers are not very good uh, and has, has it's been a really slow year for Acuna so far. Maybe he turn, turns it up in the second half, feels a little bit better on his knee or something. But he has he's batting 265, eight home runs and 22 RBIs and 230 at bats. Not great. I think if you're drafting no. him, I don't really know where Acuna is getting drafted in uh, fantasy, but like that's certainly not. You know uh, what? I, I'm surprised his teammate Austin Riley wasn't given the offer uh austin riley and austin riley just barely made the all-star team as a reserve which is insane to even talk about that too riley's having a ridiculous year he would have been a huge snub i'm very happy that he ended up getting i mean i feel like the nice part that a lot of these players pull out is that it ends up giving um a lot of guys that deserve it the ty france ty france was was a nice one yeah um I, Santiago Espinal was kind of surprising. To oh me, my God. It was say. so bad. It was, that's, I, I looked up, I, it was when it was before Ty France made the all-star team, but I was looking at them side by side. It's night and day difference. Like, I don't know why Espinal is making the team. I don't understand it. Even right. also like Vlad Guerrero Jr. to start the game at first base is also insane to me. Well, the Blue Jays, all of Canada seem to be voting on this one. I don't, I don't know what that was. I know I they do so. care about they care about their Jays up there for sure. Um, shout out to anyone that I saw because, like, when I went up there one summer for Canada Day, everyone had a Blue Jays shirt, hat, or both, and I was like, "Why do these people care so much? It's just baseball. It's not a hockey team." But I guess, I mean, not the Leafs have been very good either. But uh, looks like Acuna was like a se- early second round pick in fantasies. So that's top. 15 players he's definitely not delivered that so far this year um i'm not really thinking he's going to deliver too much and it gets a big favorite i feel like it's it's pete alonzo or nothing for me next matchup we got julio rodriguez who rod as i call him I'm trying to get that to take off i don't know if i'm getting that far Good he's a minus 140 favorite uh Corey Seager playing paying plus 110 um 
which is nice. But uh, I mean, Corey Seager's a good player, good hitter, but I don't really see him as a big power uh, bat. I'm a little nervous as a big fantasy owner of Julio Rodriguez. I want to make sure that he doesn't hurt himself or throw off his his game, Bobby Abreu style from from way back when when he won the the Derby or went off, and then all of a sudden was never the same hitter. It seemed. I know Jack Peterson said he didn't uh, sign up for this because he was dealing with soreness for like a week or 10 days after the home run derby, which I know they're swinging a lot and they're swinging a lot out of their shoes, trying to hit the ball as hard as they can a lot in succession. But I, I'm surprised that that would cause that much of, a, of an issue. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I like Julio to, uh, to make some noise in this competition. I'm also, and I think this podcast is just big Julio Rodriguez fan. So absolutely. Um, I'm taking the sixth seed as they've ranked it on, on MLB.com, uh, Julio Rodriguez. I am with you. I think J-Rod's going to have himself a very good showing. If it's just the first round, I think he's going to show out and play really, really well. Uh, this is exactly what Major League Baseball wanted. They wanted their young star, this is the future of the game right here, to be on the bright lights. He's made the all-star team. He's playing the home run derby. It's exactly what baseball wants, exactly what I want as a viewer, as a fan, as a better. I want J-Rod. Uh, sorry, not J-Rod. We'll talk about him in a second. Uh, J-Rod. Uh, Hoorah! I really want Rodriguez. Hoorah! Hoorah! No, I'm, I'm not, we're not doing this hoorah shit. It's J-Rod. Um, sorry. But I, I, I like Julio Rodriguez. And, you know, Seager's a nice, cool, I guess, appearance. He does have some pop, but... Rodriguez is going to be my guy to go far. Ooh, okay. And then last but not least, uh, we'll go Juan Soto against Jose Ramirez. Soto, the minus 180 favorite. I feel like if there's an underdog that might sneak through here, it's it's Jose. I totally uh, Jose, agree. can you see? I, I feel like there's not – I mean, Soto hasn't had a very good year. He's kind of alone uh, in that lineup. Nelson Cruz hasn't done or really protected him much at all. Um not a lot. And, and certainly with the contract stuff in the air, you know, it's a little surprising that he's uh, he's competing in this derby, but um, I'm glad to see it. I'm, I'm excited to watch him because I, I feel like seeing a guy from, from a team that won the World Series. So, I mean, three years ago to then now um, seeing how bad the Nationals are, it's, it's bizarre. and It's hard to say what momentum looks like for players in that situation. But uh, Jose Ramirez has been in a, a dogfight in the AL Central. Um, still, he's kind of been a one-man show on his own island, isolated, whatever you want to call it, on the Guardians uh, for a bunch of seasons now. And uh, I kind of like the idea of that as my underdog pick because I haven't really liked many of the underdogs so far. I do like Jose Ramirez. I do like it a lot. Ramirez at the break, 19 home runs. Soto at the break, 20. Soto has a sweet, sweet swing. Now I'm really interested to see Griff, what Jose Ramirez does. Does he switch? Does he get fancy with it? Switch at both sides of the plate? Ooh. Does he go righty lefty? Who knows? I, I, I don't have the, his splits up and what his career career splits I, are. So you should pull that up. I'm pretty sure he's a much stronger left-handed hitter. Um, and so I would expect that to be two lefties in the same matchup, which you know might be a little bit more fair for uh, the world because they'd both be taking advantage of the same uh, power alleys or whatever, I think. Um, but correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure Jose is stronger as a lefty because that seems to be how most switch hitters are. Is that, I feel like there's some that are exactly the same, but a lot of them kind of favor one side, and I feel like they're usually better as lefties is my 
Am I am I right? Are you fact checking me? Yeah, I'm trying. It's a little slow right now. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Um, so I, as so versus right-handed pitching. So yeah. as a lefty, he has 131 home runs, and against left-handed pitching, he has 51, and it's 300 less games when it comes to get facing a lefty. Okay. Um, so that, I mean, if we could do, if, I mean, if we could do a little more math as quickly as possible, I would imagine, cause I usually try to see, okay, there's definitely going to be some home run differences cause he faced a lot more righties, but, um, usually I'll look for at bats or play appearances and try to do like a, an at bats per home run. That's usually where I feel like I can, I'll, I'll, I can, I, I can give you that. So first right-handed pitching, he has 2,600 at bats and wow. versus left-handed pitching. He has 1200. So it's like double the at-bats, a little more than that, but more than double the home runs. So that's, I mean, I think the power size is left side. So that should be a pretty good competition, I think. So we're kind of simpatico on most of these. Um, and in terms of the run how the bracket looks like, it's not how we just set the lines. Uh, I have it up on LB.com right now. It's the winners of Schwarber Pujols will then face the winner of Soto Ramirez. Then Seager and Hurad. Uh I will face on the winner of Pete Alonzo and Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, we've got the same everyone moving through so far. Uh, I'm going to take, so then we can, I guess, go through um, the odds to win the entire thing. I think that's probably worth talking about as well. Um, and it looks like, so Alonzo is the favorite at two to one, Kyle Schwarber at three and a half to one, then Acuna at six to one. So Maybe Acuna's got a lot bigger chance than uh, either of us are giving him. Uh, Soto and Hurad are at seven to one. Seager at eleven to one. Jose Ramirez fourteen to one. And Albert Pujols twenty to one. Um, which I feel like you might as well just light that money on fire. It might be more fun than uh, <laughs> to, to maybe to win this thing. But uh, I'm not giving him much of a chance. But twenty to one. I mean, you know, if you want to just bet geriatrics, then be my guest. Um, I so I think I'm. I think I'm picking Pete Alonzo to win this again. I, I don't like taking the favorite, but he is getting double your money here. Um, and I feel like the the path for him uh, getting through Acuna, I, I guess the market thinks a little bit differently than we do, that Acuna is a, a much more difficult matchup. But I feel like the winner of Seager and, and Hurad is not really going to do too much. So that's a pretty nice path. Um, but then ultimately, I think we're going to see Schwarber and Alonzo in the final, which I think is what, Major League Baseball is looking for this bracket. Yeah, I um, I just got to say this real quick. So, okay. I would love to see Ramirez beat Schwarber. Like, I would love to see that happen, mm. which which definitely can happen. Ramirez, uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I think it's going to be Alonzo winning it all. It's going to be Alonzo Schwarber. Like, a lot of the a lot of these lines are looking at, like, what, we, what, we, what, what we've been seeing. I just – Got a brain fart there. Um, but yeah, Ramirez as the dark horse out of our top four is definitely um doable. I think it definitely could happen. He could just kind of sneak his way through to the finals, beating Schwarber out. But I think it's good what it's almost chalked up right now for her seeing. But I think Alonso's gonna come away with his third one. He's just made for it, man. This is exactly what he loves to do. He knows how to work the game. Maybe he still has the same. Uh, batting practice pitcher as he had the last couple of years. So, uh, look, definitely looking forward to it. I, I honestly love it. Uh, the home run derby. There's always the the debate on whether like the 
uh, dunk contest or the home run derby, which one's better. It's not even oh close. The home God. run derby is oh, better. It's yeah. not even freaking close. Ever since Levine and Alex and, um, and Gordon faced off, it hasn't been good since. The, the guys can't dunk on the first try. There's just no consistency. So Yeah, yeah we it's, don't it's, we need to talk about that. No, I'm just saying. Because I saw I saw somebody talking about that, and I'm like, "What the hell?" Yeah, it's it's home run derby all day, every day. Whatever planet that person is from, they need to go back there because uh, no one wants to watch NBA anything really NBA All Star Weekend. I have no interest in. Um, but now I think we've gone through maybe enough of. Um, I guess here we go. Uh, longest home run. We got some odds here. Juan Soto three fifty is the favorite. Is, is an underdog here getting plus 350, but is the most likely player to hit the longest home run. So that's surprising to me. I mean, you certainly want to have as many home runs to, to be hit as possible. Acuna juniors at 360. That's next. That's a righty and, or a lefty and a righty respectively. So that doesn't really say too much about the whole thing, but um, I'd, be betting on, I'd be betting on Schwarber like to hit the longest bomb. Yeah, so he's four and a half to one, same as Pete Alonzo. I feel like those two that we that at least I have in my finals, I would think that that would be um, the place to look at because you're going to have more chances on home runs. Certainly, they'll probably fly a little bit uh, less far, if you will, um, because they'll be tired deeper in the competition, but still a lot more chances. And their uh, batting pit, batting practice pitcher will be a lot more uh, serving up meatballs uh, with a chef's hat out there. Um, I feel like that might happen as we get a little bit further. Um, got anything else you want to chat here about the, the Derby right now? Do you, do you, you want to give, did you give your picks so we can lock my, them in for my winners? For like for my winner here? Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, I think Alonzo's the guy. I think he's, he's going to win it again. I'm just scared that Ramirez is going to like have a go off on a tear. I don't know. That guy's a freak. He's just so weird. He's, he's got like the weird baseball body. He's short, stocky, and just, He's fast, and he also just hits bombs. So it's very weird. But um, yeah, I think Alonzo's going to be the. Well, he wouldn't. Uh, Alonzo wouldn't see Ramirez until the finals. So right, that's um, what I'm saying. I think Ramirez could do something aggressive when it comes to this. But I have uh, Alonzo winning this thing. Cool. Okay, and and we do have best bets coming end of show. That could be our derby picks. It could be our our all star game pick. It could be. Longest a lot of home things run. on this list. Longest home run. It could be the matchups as well. So, so hang with us. Um, we'll go through, I guess, the, the All-Star game while we're here. Um, currently, National League is a minus 111 favorite at home in the Dodgers Park. Over-under is eight, juice to the under, um, which you'd expect as there's some big, big pitching arms in there. Uh, and I think you, you probably have to score early because uh, the bullpens, I'm sure, for both of these teams will be really strong. Um, I think it probably makes sense. The national league are, are favored just because they bat last. I don't know that the crowd will matter too much. I don't know if the Dodger fans will make that big of a difference, but I'm thinking Sandy Alcantara for the NL starter uh, against, I get, and, and there's plenty of options, but I feel like Sandy's that has stood out the furthest in the NL and the AL. It's, I think a little bit more up for grabs because Dusty Baker's managing and he could give it to his guy just in Verlander. Uh, my pick for AL Cy Young, so I just want to make sure everyone knows that I had out there. Uh, wow. he's, he's in the running. I think it'll probably go to Shane McClanahan from Tampa, um, but yeah, you know it's it's up in the air, and I think it really does does mean something. 
Look, I think we, we'll talk about this on Wednesday, but just a little sneak peek. I know you just mentioned about McClanahan. Definitely, I think, worthy of starting for the AL and maybe the Cy Young as well. But Boltani well, keeps going on this route here. Like, he he could win a Cy Young. I mean, he's four straight starts, double-digit strikeouts. He's K-ing up everybody. He's pitching great. But we can talk about that on Wednesday. That's a little what they call a sneak peek. A little sneak uh-huh. peek. Ah, um, sneak peek. Good. I like um well, Paul Blackford. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Little Paulie B. I don't I don't know that any athletics deserve to be in this game. I think based I on agree. the rules, there there will be athletics. Uh there will be, you know, I, the Orioles just jumped to my mind, but like they've been playing really well. And uh so I'm not gonna say anything about them. Had a tough series in Tampa this weekend. But as you mentioned, we'll get through and we'll we'll basically make Wednesday a an overall, like a look toward the second half with potentially some future ideas or futures. We're going to go through it all. Wednesday's going to be a smorgasbord. If you got questions for us, throw them our way. Uh, right. We're happy to cover whatever. Cause then Friday we're back to it with baseball. Really, I think coming back on Thursday, but uh, our first uh, podcast with actual games will be a Friday. So, um, and then uh, before we get to our best bets, I'll, I'll go through and, and give you a promo code, 20% off for all listeners of this podcast. Use the promo code BALL20, uh, batted ball, a foul ball, just a ball 20. It's good through August 4th, um, which is, I believe, the Hall of Fame game um, when NFL preseason is officially kicking off. But you can find my picks on there. They usually come out each night uh, before I go to sleep, or you can try to try to grab uh, AJ Hoffman's or C Fezics or anyone on, on the pregame site. So um, 20% off ball 20, use the code and uh, we'll see you there. Try to get some picks uh, if you're interested in that sort of thing. Um, so without further ado, uh, go ahead, Taylor. You got something? Sorry. I, I know we don't have these props or I can't really find these props as of right now, but just for your opinion, just no line or whatever, but yeah. if you had to pick a guy to be the MVP, I know it's kind of, you know, this is just for of the all-star game. Yeah. Okay. Just, just a little conversation. We have a little more time here, okay. but if you had to say um, a winner and then who would win that all-star game uh, MVP, who would you think? Huh? Okay. Well, so my guess would be, I, I would probably pick the national league because they're at home. Um, and I think that does matter because it's actually a difference in this, the rules of the game. Um, so I'll lean that way. Um, I would think you'd want either the starting pitcher who's going to have probably the biggest impact of the game of anybody. So that would make me think Sandy Alcantara. But um, with that said, probably you'd want a starter in the uh, starting lineup because you want to get someone to probably have two at bats. I would think, I would think, I mean, I don't know, do, do the starting position players, do they usually get two at bats you think, or is it? Yeah. It's usually, it's usually like, they get taken out. I mean, depending if it's like a key, like a one, two, three innings, if there's a couple of hits here and there, maybe the fourth day and they start getting pulled around there. But I, I, you talk about Sandy Alcantara. Like I, I don't remember the last time Kershaw pitched. Was that the other day? Is he, is he, is he like available to pitch in the all-star game? Cause I know he's still uh, on the roster. He's not off the roster. I think he pitched on Friday. I want to say, or Saturday. So I would think that means he will not be available. Because uh, that's that would be an obvious starter for me. If he was uh, ready to pitch in LA for the Dodgers, I feel like that'd be almost completely like just an obvious pick to start the game. If that's not the case when he can't pitch, then Sandy's the the guy. 
Okay. And, or I mean, Tony Gonsolin, I don't think he would get the nod over Sandy, but but Tony Gonsolin yeah. is the home guy. Especially after that uh, poor start. Uh, Horrible last, start. His last game. And it's going to be Brian Snickers going to be the manager here, I believe, because they won the World Series. Correct. So, that is also correct. So that's not – it's not going to be Dave Roberts, which is probably really great for uh, if you want to back the National League. Anytime you can get a strong team in L.A. that's not managed by Dave Rogers. That's usually – excuse me, Dave Roberts. That's usually a good, good way to go. Tell I us think, how you really feel about him. <laughs> I just – I mean – probably one of the worst managers of our time considering how team how good his team has been year after year after year and they've won a covid world series and that's it but uh we can get further into those type of talks on wednesday that's for sure uh or for wednesday's episode i think i'm, I'm looking at i mean there is some romance here potentially i mean mookie Betts is starting for the dodgers so that uh starting for the nl so that's something um if i'm gonna do an mvp and it's not sandy alcantara who i have started in this game i think i'll say Mookie Betts. I like that. I like that a lot. That's also that's, my MVP choice from entering the season. I don't think that's gone as well as uh, Justin Verlander's start to the season, though. All right. Well, we have to revisit our picks from beginning. Oh, so I yes. kind of forgot. We, we got to dig those out. Yeah. We got to dig those up. We've done like 38 episodes since then. So, like, I mean, give yeah. us a break, you know? Yeah. Um, so, for me, maybe I could be devil's advocate here. And just okay. say, and just pick the American League. I'm an American League guy to begin with. But, okay. okay. Um, look, if I'm going to give the nod to a starter, I think actually it says Verlander player will not play. It, he has the so Verlander is not going to be playing in the game. Ah, but he just pitched. So um, I I think the nod's going to be Shane McClanahan. I would assume so. Okay. Um, or give my boy Nestor a shot. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, I mean, if it was June 12th, maybe. Maybe. Hey, look, Nestor will get in the game of the fifth inning or something. Get an out. Uh, gets the lefty. Um, get, one, get one out because he has to be in there yeah. for three for three batters. So we'll get one out and the other two will be home runs. Got it. Got it. Yep, that's exactly it. And then we'll take him out. And then the American League will come back and win. Okay. Um, okay. I think the MVP for – oh, this would be a dark horse MVP. Dark horse. Like how incredible if Julio Rodriguez gets the MVP comes Oh up my God! Don't tease, don't, don't tease me! Don't tease me! Hoorah um, deserves it, man. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be really cool to see one of these old timers get the MVP, Miggy or or Pujols. You know, if, if Miggy gets like a he gets like a RBI double, Miggy's getting the MVP. You know, or vice versa, Pujols gets an an RBI single or two RBI single MVP. You and the romance. I mean, I love it, baby. Very poetic if, here on the pod. Always. If the, if the 30 flag trophy is just a piece of metal to the commissioner of the sport, then uh, I just don't know that that Rob Manfred's going to be out there doing anything too romantic. He's, it's not William Shakespeare. It's Rob MF and Manfred. Okay. Woo. You, you hate him. I, I, I thought I was the one who hated him the most, but you do, my friend. I, I one time wrote a, uh, I'll make this story very, very quiet, but I wrote a, a letter when I was living in New York to uh, the commissioner's office right no, after Rob Manfred took over. I did, asking uh, for them to repay the bet I lost on a ridiculous replay overturn. I did not hear back from them, but maybe that was uh, in the transition phase between. Well, I thought that counts, in my opinion. thought that counts. You did, you did your due diligence. I just had some theories back in the day that, you know, sometimes a handwritten note gets you a little further than you'd expect. Write your thank you notes 
all you young people out there. It's really <laughs> old fashioned, but some people might like it and uh, might refund your Tampa Bay Rays bet from 2016 or whatever it was. But um, still, still <laughs> wait on that one. I think, I think I've chalked that one off as a loss. Uh, oh now that I've God. killed my, my coworker. Um, I'm going to go, actually, since you won the best bets, here, you get to pick, uh, you get to go first on what your best bet for this. Oh, we have a wide variety of best bets opportunities you, here. It is a it is a a la carte type of best bet here. Yes. I I could go with, a, you know, just keep it nice and boring, pick Alonzo to win, you know, that's my best bet. I'm going to go something a little different, and I, I kind of like seeing these lines. I missed them before in their pre-production meeting. Ah. I like Kyle Schwarber plus 450 to be the player with the longest home run in the Derby. Guys, you'll go far. I'm sure he's going to go into the semis, into the, you know, into work. Yeah, he's going to go into the finals and lose to Alonzo, but this guy's going to be hitting crank. He's going to hit 480, 475. He's going to hit some moonshots. And that's my best bet. Kyle Schwarber plus 450 to have the longest home run in the Derby. Lock that in. Balls deep, you know, just going to be real tired, cranking it all day long. Um, you are sick. You are sick little puppy. What? what? Sick, I don't know what you're person. talking about. Um, and now since it's my turn to give, give a winner, I think I'm going to go um, with a first-round matchup here. And I'm going to go take the odds on – Jose, Jose, Josie, as they sometimes call him on the Cleveland broadcast. Don't really understand why. But Jose Ramirez, plus 140 to knock off Juan Soto. I think, uh, you know, there's always a dark horse that does a little bit of damage more than you'd expect in this tournament. Um, I just feel like a lot's going on in the Juan Soto mind right now. And I feel like maybe he'll be a little bit more tentative on those swings, not not trying to hurt anything. Um make sure that that he's moving either this July or maybe next July or whenever the heck uh, someone will trade for him. But I'm going to pick Jose Ramirez, Jose Ramirez, Josie Ramirez, plus 140 to win the first round matchup over Juan Soto. And you can follow me on Twitter, the real underscore G Warner. Uh, Taylor, give yours and get us out of here. You can follow me on Twitter at Taylor Ringold, T-A-Y-L-O-R-R-I-N-G-O-L-D. Follow me on Instagram as well, where I'm posting a lot of these videos as of late. Just type in my name, Taylor Ringold. It's Taylor underscore Ringold. Another episode in the books. That This is our home run derby and all-star game preview, breaking down lines and odds on some of the better hitter home run hitters in the entire league. Great episode on Wednesday. Remember, it is fan questions. Come at us with some questions about the first half. That's what we're doing. We're recapping the first half. It could be a very long episode. I feel like it's going to be because we have a lot to break down. We're going to break down winners and losers, most disappointing player, most shocking player to come out of this first half. Talk about what our predictions were for MVP Cy Young rookie year when we started in episode one to right now going into the second half, who we think we can win. And also we'll talk a little World Series too are the same teams that we had in the beginning no nope. going yeah not for me either my my picks are not correct almost kind of correct with the divisions but not really we'll get we'll get into it on wednesday all right we'll get into it on wednesday another great episode here great job griff we will see you kids on wednesday for another episode talk to you then